Illegal Pete's is back, and we are so pumped to have them on board again. As you guys know, the pandemic shut down lots of restaurants, and Illegal Pete's was one of them. They've been back in action for a while now, and we couldn't be happier to promote them. They have a bunch of awesome new stuff going on, including their sound check promotion, which is an ongoing promotion at all locations that offers a free draft beer or house marg with purchase of an adult entree when the guest shows a same-day ticket to any event. So jump on that if you're starting to go out and do things again illegal Pete's can hook you up they also launched their party margs during the pandemic which are 32 ounce house margaritas four times larger than their normal one you can get stuff during happy hour at all locations from 3 to 6 p.m every day one dollar off all drafts one dollar off house and coin style margs twenty dollar party margs one dollar off large chips and queso as well just a bunch of awesome deals right now. Also, apparently their queso is really great and people love knowing that. So now you know. Head on over to Illegal Pete's and get yourself some awesome food today. to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts. I'm your host, Ruto, joined by AJ Hafley and Blaze Hunter as the Avs lose 3-2 in overtime of Game 5 to the Vegas Golden Knights to fall down 3-2 in the series. Chat, give me one minute. Give me one minute of enjoying this as a hockey game. Just one minute. Put your avalanche fandom aside for one minute and agree with me that that is what sports are made for. Yes, the result is not what anyone in this chat wanted except for the three Vegas fans that'll roll in and troll, but that was awesome. To a certain extent, despite the vast majority of this show going to be the depression podcast, there was something special there. You have to agree, right? Yeah, I mean, if the Avs win that game, right, that's an all-time classic right there. Yep. So, at least the hockey game was a quality one. Let's get into it. Obviously, the Avs blow a two-goal lead in the first five minutes of the third period and end up losing in overtime. Is it is it that much more frustrating because they played so well outside of a handful of blatant terribleness that led to the three goals sure sure <laughs> all right it's a very muted response AJ. Yeah. i mean i'm in the same boat like i thought they played very well there was some stretches there where the avs kind of didn't look like themselves and they didn't bring that tempo that they were bringing i mean throughout the game they were kind of setting the tempo and it looked good out there right in the third period, they came out. They're trying to weather the storm a little bit, kind of got back on their heels, and then Vegas just kind of took it to them. And then what can you say about the overtime? The Avs had a chance to win the game. Ten seconds into OT. Ten seconds. What a great rebound out there to Comfort. And instead of putting it over into the empty net, which, you know, that's hard to do off that rebound, but he puts it right back into Flurry. It's tough. And then that... And then we all know what happens there. Yeah. Graves, that was just some brain farts right there. I mean, yeah. Uh, there are, I'm sure we'll break down all the goals a little bit later in the show. But on the whole, the world that we live in, as AJ loves to say, is that the Avs now have to win game six and seven if they want to get out of this series. Yep. And the hill feels pretty steep right now. So, 
it I mean, all right, let, let's start let's start simply. Nathan McKinnon had zero points tonight. Yeah. Arguably, at least for the first half, if not more, of the game, looked pretty bad. Yeah. Kale McCarr worse. Yeah. You the Avs best players are on a clock, and that clock was running out of time coming into this game, and now the alarm is ringing. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is there? What's the magic sauce, AJ? Do you have the magic sauce to get the Avs' best players to actually be their best players? I imagine you don't because the Avs would pay you millions of dollars yeah. at this moment. But. If, I could, if I could get that, if I could flip the switch and magically get prime Nathan McKinnon, then <laughs> it would have happened. Yeah. He would have shown up. Um, this is This started out with the potential to be his Sistine Chapel with, what, 13 points in the first five games of the postseason? Uh, something like that. And, and now it's the Notre Dame post-fire well, and, at this and point? Yeah. yeah, now this is this is turning into... This is this is turning into like a legitimate nightmare. He is from I believe one assist since the start of game two. Yep. Yep. I mean just one assist. Like he never stretched all season where he had one point in four games. Yeah, if your top line is quiet, it's not good, especially when you're getting deep into these rounds. I mean, it's only the second round, but still that's getting deeper into the playoffs, right? And your stars have to shine. They yeah, have well, to set it like we, for the rest of the you team. Look around, you look around the league, and you, okay, Kucherov is leading playoffs in scoring. Tampa Bay is moving on. Yep. You know? Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, first round. They were done. Yep. You know, the stars, they didn't do it. Um, Matthews and Marner. Toronto's gone. You know, even even Winnipeg, Montreal, you look at Winnipeg's big stars. You know, where's Ehlers? Shifley gets himself suspended. You know, where's where the where's Blake Wheeler? Where are those guys at? They're gone. So, you know, it just this is how you get gone yep. in the postseason. And coming into the series, it wasn't a concern through game one, it wasn't a concern. You know, McKinnon had three points in game one and destroyed. And he looked amazing. Yep. Struggled in game two. Like, good start in game two. Got worse as it went on. None of them showed up in game three. Uh, game four was a pretty abject disaster. It was a very notable disaster while the game was competitive. Shot metrics ended up going his way because some final minute stuff. And then today, his teammates are going as good as you'll ever see them. Yep. They played a great game against a great opponent. Who was a, like, this is a great game. This is a great game against a great opponent that was that was playing well. Like, it's different when one team smashes another, you know, like, those guys played great and those guys played like shit. Yeah. These were two teams playing good hockey tonight. Yep, yep. It's the best game of the series by far. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we're talking, I mean, 10 seconds in, we're talking JT, JT Comfer. Like, all right, my expectations aren't very high for a JT Comfer. Yep. You know, Ryan, Ryan Graves, I think the big frustration on the game winner was the second shot that he got, got a duo? He got a duo, and it's like okay, well, if you're not, it's not going to get through. Then it's got to get two. Yeah, you know, and or even and deep into the corner, right? Where the, nobody is. You can't hit the first like, dude twice in a row. Well, and then stand there. Like, what yeah. are you doing, admiring yeah. your shot, man? You yeah. stand there. You have to know that that guy's behind you because he just. You just dusted him. <laughs> <with the> first <laughs> shot block, bro. Like, what's going on, man? I just. And trust your forwards on that one, too. They've been playing lights out down in the corners all yeah. game, right? So why not put it in the corner, put it up to the 50-50 battle, and see if they can come up with it? It's better than what happened. Oh. It's, it's, it's disappointing, a, man. It's tough. It, it is legitimately tough to break this yeah. game down because there were 40 minutes of – Great quality hockey from Colorado. Honestly, Shit. there were 55 minutes. I was going to say, yeah. I would say close to 55 really good minutes. Of there hockey. was a five-minute stretch as the start of the third period where the Avs shit the bed a little bit. Yeah. 
And that was it. The rest of this yep. game was quality hockey from Colorado. Yeah, they yeah. played really well, and they just didn't. I mean, you knew that all those chances that they were not scoring on were going to come back to bite them. Yep. This is what you were hoping basically the whole series was going to be, is like, just this yeah, type of like <laughs> tempo and skill level. I mean, unreal passes in tight areas today. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and it sprung it people, and they had they had their chances. Yeah. Was, they didn't have. They didn't really have a problem with the really, really ugly end zone turnovers. Yeah. You know, you look at. You know, you you look at the first goal, and that's a bad job by Burakovsky yep. on the clear. Yep. yep. He gets too cute with it, and then a bouncing puck, and he just swats it in, and you're just like, personally, I want more from Grubauer on that, but I fully understand that there's no book on guys pucks swatting. getting flipped out of midair. Yeah, like yeah. swatting pucks and, and being in position for yeah. that. Yeah. Like, like, that's the save they didn't get. Yeah. yeah. More than goals two and three, which are just... Nothing Grubauer's doing on either. Like, ones. we yeah. freak out when Nathan McKinnon scores Mark the, the Mark Stone goal. bar down. Yeah, like, like, it's a perfect goal. Yeah. And then Beautiful the second shot. one is the defense, both slides... Yeah. One of them takes into no man's land. Well, and, both well, of them. And, like there's three guys there, and this is where you're like, this is the worst version of a two on three. Oh yeah. yeah. Because one guy goes to the right to take that and is committed to that. The other guy goes to the shot, and the guy's still on his forehand. Carlson <laughs> is still on his forehand. Just like what's up? And just makes a great pass yeah. back to back to Marchessault, where you're like, well, there's a little bit of bumbling yeah, there, right? Because like, like Gerard. As a guy comes across the center of the ice, right, basically yeah. right into the slot, he's got to come pick that guy up. But knowing that he's going to do that, I think Landis kind of fell down. It looks like he almost like I mean, got an edge. But he should be going to the guy that's going to the back yeah. door. Well, I mean, let's be real. This problem developed because of what the Avs decided to do in the offensive zone. Yeah, which, yeah. I mean, Landis throws it, and it looks like Graves and Comfort both could have, been the, could have <laughs> been the intended target. Yeah. yeah. Confer looks like he gets a piece of it, and then it, it catches all of Graves' skate. Yeah. But he makes no play on it. No. It just hits a skate and bounces off. It's like just like hitting a brick wall. Yeah. And it's heading towards the neutral zone. Yeah. Four abs and, down. Yeah, suddenly you have three and a half abs deep, with one of them being your one of your defensemen. Yeah. yeah. Like, two things. Landy needs to make a better pass. Yep. Graves probably doesn't need to be that close to Connor. Like, he probably <laughs> no. needs to be the high on man. the other side there. Like, yeah. If you're trailing, you need to be a little further yep. away from that guy. Yeah. Maybe even a step behind where yep. you are. Yeah. I agree. I mean, he should be cutting almost to the center of the ice yeah. there. Not, I mean, that's like the first thing you teach is don't go three across because it's so easy yeah. to guard. So. When Confer spaced it, I thought correctly. And yeah. It looked like Landy saw both guys kind of in, <laughs> and threw the pucks Split in between. Split the difference them. a little yeah. bit, yeah. Just like it's got to land on somebody's yeah. stick. Yeah, it just wasn't. It was not not the caliber of play you expect from Landeskog. And unfortunately, the caliber, caliber of play you've come to expect from Ryan Graves. Yep. Yep. His, goods, his good games are great. His bad games are frustrating. Yeah. And this was a frustrating night. Yep. He's just a frustrating player. It. It takes a certain type of player to. Right, I know this is a weird phrase, but I grew up with this phrase, chat. In my house, when you'd call someone the goat, you would call them that because they're the scapegoat. Yeah. Um, and it's Ryan yeah. Graves tonight. Some of it deserved, probably some of it. He's going to get a lot of flack tonight that isn't necessarily all of his fault. But yeah. the the final goal of this game is pretty squarely on his shoulders. Yeah. And that sucks. I mean, you know? it's one thing when you get it blocked when you're where he started on the first shot. Yeah. It's one thing when that shot no blocks, one's behind gets him blocked into the yeah. center of right. the ice. Yeah. It's one thing when that first guy stops it because his first shot gets blocked by, like, the second guy. Like, it wasn't the first guy in front of him. He gets it through that guy. And then it, it gets blocked in the fray. Yeah. And that's when Stone takes off and he cuts in with the puck. And you're like, you have to he's know gone. he's there. Yeah. You have to know that he is there. Yep. You just skated by him. 
He was the closest man to you. He's the reason why you're in the middle of the ice now. And then he gets it blocked again and doesn't immediately go, oh, God. Pan- yeah. he, he floats and watches the play develop yeah. in front of him. He watches it the same way that Yanmark watched the pass that Graves put him into the wall for. Yep. Like, exactly. What right. are you doing admiring your shit? Get back, dude. Especially, my biggest problem is that he has to know. He just skated by that guy. Yep. He has to know where he is. And yep. I just, it, you, if it gets, it gets blocked, you just have to turn around and go. Yep. You, you can't stand there and then be like, all right. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, magnified 10 times by it being an overtime situation, yeah. obviously, but yeah. One of the reasons that you're out there in overtime is that the coaching staff trusts you. Yep. <laughs> to not make that play. Yep. They 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 put the that faith in that Ryan Graves and like he rewards that faith plenty of times. You know, he has his good nights, but he just didn't this, this was just bad. I mean, it's bad. It's yeah. bad. It's bad. It's, it's a, bad self-destructive hockey. Yep. Like it's not and a bad situation now for the Avs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, now this is this is worst case, right? Yep. You've lost you've lost three games in a row. You have no momentum. You no longer have home ice advantage. Nope. You're, you're going facing elimination back to Vegas, and you're going to the only other barn that was as difficult to win in basically this year as Colorado was. Yep. And especially with all the fans back too, that makes yeah, a like, big difference is, there. It's crazy sounding there. This is this is it. Like now, you're, okay. Well, now, yeah. You've talked all about what a special season this could be, and. How you hold yourself to a standard and how you guys feel like you're on a mission and blah, 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 blah. Like, they played a really good hockey game tonight. Yep. And still shot themselves in the foot. They found a way to lose. Yeah, that yeah. really that's what it felt like. Yep. And, like, Miko bricking an empty net in the first period. Yep. Felt like a bad omen. Yep. And then Donskoy's goal, honestly, was just more of a relief than anything because they had blown so many chances up to that point. That it was just like, are they ever gonna do this? So when they got the second one, you're you're like, okay, cool. Yep. But the urgency went away because they were pushing, pushing for that second one. They got the second one and they said, Dope, we got that second one. And then they came out flat as hell at the start yeah. of the third period. I mean, you could tell too, like it was noticeable when they came out. Well, basically going at the end of the second period there. You could yeah. see it tapering off, and then and they like, came right back dude, out in that same get out style. of this period. Yeah. And yep. they did. Well, and you thought they would jump into it. You knew yeah. that Vegas was going to push right there, right. right? Well, you knew that they were going to go first eight to ten minutes. They're yep. going all in. And then after that, teams, if they haven't gotten anywhere and it's still 2 nothing, yep. teams kind of gear it down for that five-minute push. Yep. And then gear it back up for the big... The last All in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull the goalie. But cetera, if you can just weather that first part, I mean, you kill that yeah, momentum. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it in right the watch there. long. The Avs weathered win. a grand total of one minute and three seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was like you have to win five-minute segments. Yeah. Just shorten yep. the game. Win five-minute segments. Yep. And they lost the first five minutes and did just fine in the other three. Yeah. But it was 2-2. Two, two but it was, yeah, yeah, that first five minutes was so bad that it didn't matter. And then they... They were they were doing what you wanted in overtime. They had a score. They had two shots on goal in the first ten seconds. One scoring chance. They want a face off. They pucks at the yeah. net. They're they 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 were doing. They were in there in the right end. It wasn't like it was a long defensive. You know, they just yeah. I thought it was, was kind of just a brain fart, man. It's pretty interesting too, starting with the second line out there. And it worked. I mean, it turned into a yeah. great score. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I just it's ballsy and it paid and the, off. And the lines were off at the beginning tonight. To be clear, they were like, all over the yeah. place, and it was great because all the stagnation was, was gone. gone. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, it's it's we say that, but Colorado's top line needed to play better. Yeah, and who also needed to who who makes the who starts the turnover on the second goal? Is Landis come? Yep, yep. It's the dudes that are important. Not those to are, take away from others, but those are your three highest paid cats, and they got to play like it. Yep, straight up. I just such a frustrating night. So many missed opportunities from them, and that's I mean that's why we're here. Yep, they you know game two they stole, they were happy with it. Game three they didn't show up in, 
Game four, they played like dog shit. And game five, they were they played really good hockey and, and threw the game away. Yep. Just threw just threw it away. And Vegas picked it up and said, we're too good for this. Yep. We're too good. We're too good you, for you to play like this against us. When you let a good team back in the game, they're going to take advantage. Yeah, I mean, that's like, their Vegas is great for a reason. Yeah. This is something that I've preached in my reviews all year long. Like, the Avalanche are a great team. When they play to their ability, I think they can beat anyone. Yeah, but definitely. They have this penchant for letting teams back into hockey games, for yeah. letting teams hang around. And you get away with that against teams like St. Louis, against anyone in this division worse than St. Louis. Yeah. You can do that and it doesn't matter. Against Vegas it matters. Yeah, against yeah. the against the truly elite teams in the NHL, they punish you. Yep. That's what makes them elite. Yep. Hockey, it's just a game of mistakes and who's going to capitalize more? And when you just keep making them and you just keep handing them opportunities, they're going to capitalize yeah, eventually. Like, like it's a race yeah. to 3. Yep. Just like in the series, you got out to two and eased up a bit. Yep. And then it was too late. You yep. know, now now you're involved in a great series. But this you, this should have been game four. Yep. Yeah. Not game five. Should yep. have put the pedal Absolutely. down. Because um, now what you're you're building off of here emotionally is elimination. Your season's over in two days if you don't figure it out. Yep. Yep. I I. I mean, I think there's more to that to build off of. This, again, you have 55 minutes of good hockey to build off of in this yeah. game. And, but, and look, sure. they were playing a lot closer to their Game 4 performance than Game 3 performance. They just executed at a much higher level. Yep. Except um, for those breakdowns. <laughs> except for the gigantic yeah, and like, glaring it's not, errors. This isn't like but, a great individual effort, right? This isn't like they, they, they created these problems yeah, in their own yeah. zone. For sure. Um, the tough goal was a pretty great forecheck, though. Yeah, I mean, um, look, game. look, Vegas deserves plenty of credit as well. Oh, yeah, they played a great game, too. Yeah. This is uh, this is a team that, look, frankly, they got dominated through 40 minutes of this game. The Avs were out shooting them heavily. AJ, Blaze, and I were talking about it on the live, and we're like, look, this is basically a reversal of game four. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they stuck with it, and they came back, and they took advantage of their opportunities in the third period and ultimately overtime. Um, we have a bunch of Super Jets to get to. We have a lot more conversation about this game, but we do need to take our first period break here with Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get that on tap right now. Sad boy drinking hours at the DNVR bar at the moment. But uh, look, Thursday night, elimination game. Do or done. Pepper, shut up. Yep. Yep. You get to you get to try and help what is becoming not a good history. Yep. yep. You go down in six this time after a two nothing. You're getting worse at that point. Yeah. You're. This is this is this is easily the worst of the three years. Yep. Yep. Because well, expectations got higher each year, and last year you had excuses. I mean, you had injuries as a. I say excuses, but like you had injuries as a very valid part yeah, of your yeah. story. You're playing your fifth string goaltender. Yeah, when you're like best. you like <laughs> you had the most important position. You yeah. were a compromised version of yourself. Yeah. This year, like look, there's no doubt that they miss Nazem Kadri. But you also look at a game like tonight and you're like, they do, but they also miss Nathan McKinnon. They really miss Nathan yeah. McKinnon. Yeah. So I, I like, Kadri is an important absence, and he really has to hate this. Yep. Yep. So, Breck now there's no more guarantees. Well, and this is the first time Kadri has gone through sitting in, in suspension and Dang, watching done, a series fall apart in front of him. Yeah. All of his playoff, all of his playoff suspensions have ended that way. Yep. Um, anyway, Breckenridge Brewery, maybe it'll help you drown your sorrows. Maybe it'll help you calm the heartbeat if the Avs do go to another overtime game. Check them out at the bar or at your local liquor store. Also brought to you by Solace Meds. That's S-O-L-A-C-E meds.com. You can get 20% off when you use code DNVR20 at checkout online there. You can pick it up at any of their four locations in Denver. And they have amazing in-store deals as well, ranging from 15 to 25% off. Highly recommend it. Everybody check them out to chill. There's a place just a couple blocks away from the DNVR bar. They're awesome. Also, consider signing up for a DNVR membership. 
look, the dream is the Avs win these next two games, and all of us get to keep covering playoff hockey. But in a very real world where that doesn't end up happening, we have already started planning out our post-season coverage, or I guess post-post-season coverage, <laughs> off-season coverage. So no matter what way this goes for the Avalanche, we have you covered. We have what's next for them, what potential options there are out there. So it's always a great time to sign up for a DNVR membership. It gets you big beers at the bar. You might need them on Thursday. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Come on down. The energy at the bar is going to be, I have no doubt, nervous, but also very electric. So My heart rate was up, 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 up. It up, was, it up. was, I'm telling you, we got to invest in the heart rate monitor for the watch alongs. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an adventure watching that heart rate when things get close late in the third period. Oh, all right. Second Mine period. Move much. Yeah. AJ's, AJ's Mr. Ooh, cool yeah. over here. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, again, you're the bad guy from tenant. <laughs> he's like his heart rate never man. goes up. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's get to some of these super chats here. I'm sure the chat has a ton to say tonight. Oh, yeah, let's go. I'm, yeah, maybe <laughs> Grave stops taking that shot. Who am I joking? Yep. Yeah. It wasn't a good shot. I don't um, I mean, in hindsight, literally any other option was good. Yeah. Uh, $29 super chat. Very generous from CH yeah. here. Love from your KC Avs here being a Chiefs fan. I'm used to this feeling. Not lately, but I'm, <laughs> I mean, I guess last uh, last Super Bowl didn't yeah. go that well for you. But I'm still feeling good about this. I mean, it's hard to feel good after that game. It does. I mean, what, what's what's the feels after uh, if they come back in this next game and pull it out and then it goes home? It's I anybody's feel, game, right? I feel perfectly fine. Look, I, I picked Colorado. In six, came very close to that. Um, I still think that they can win the series. I do, too. Yeah. This is, I do, too. Just the game tonight was just too good. I don't think it's... They've got a break serve now. Yeah. Right? Will, Knights broke serve first, yeah. and now they've got they to do it. They have to break back. They have to do it back, it. or they lose the set. Yep. I mean, this is... This is like getting broken for the fifth game <laughs> of the set. Well, yeah. uh, welcome to NHL hockey. Teams find the way yeah. to put themselves in the position to slay the demon it is what it is it is what it is the abs have the opportunity to win two straight and slay their second round demon they have the opportunity to go to hell away that's that's the simple way to put it do we let landy walk in free agency or lowball him no next you guys were great on stream and aj's voice he seems to be struggling a little bit on the show he's a little quiet tonight but Little horse. Oh yeah, little horse. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I have a little bit of a throat tingle as well, yeah. but I've been through this once or twice already before. You get used <laughs> to it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, P.S. Thank you to everyone who tuned in for the live. That was awesome. It was fun. Yeah, we're planning on doing it again for Game Six. At very least, it will be me. Anyone who else plays Evan, AJ, if they want to join in, they'll be on. So, yeah, good vibes there. At very least. I'm going to put another $50 on the Avs to win the Stanley Cup right now on DraftKings. We got them right. We're, wait for the morning odds, probably. Yeah. We'll get good odds. Yeah. But That's cool. Yeah. I might, I might follow fan. along with that. I kind of like that. I might match that. There you go. Yeah. People throwing in their money. I'm sort of new to hockey, but it seems like McKinnon gives up on positioning when it's obvious he isn't getting the puck or after he fails to score. He has some body language issues. There's, yeah, for sure. He's always had those body language issues, definitely. Yeah, he's, he's, he can be career. a little bit of a powder, for yep. sure. Avs didn't hook me up with a birthday dub. Well, happy birthday, Happy anime. birthday, but Well, Glad you got to ask what you us. did wrong, Don. Yeah. This is on you, man. You messed up you y'all messed up your rituals all right yep. something <laughs> this is obviously the fans fault yeah <laughs> Allie's, oh ali's playing like a happy birthday sound effect now wow. what is that we oh, okay <laughs> next well that's a big one Graves shooting a second in traffic that early in OT is inexcusable, but play like that, we have a chance to tie the series IMO. I just have not Graves in that situation. LOL. Much love from Long Island. Go uh, Islanders. Yeah. Go Islanders. Um, yeah. I Look, sure. 
the I don't think there's any need to pick apart that play any more than we already have. It is what it is. Um, it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, look, there are five minutes of hockey the Avs would like back in regulation, and there is 15 seconds of hockey the Avs would like back in overtime. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Who do you think the Avs put for the media? I'm sure it's happening right now. I saw uh, Landy out there. It, it, it was O'Connor and Landy. It, yeah. If the Avs lose a game, it's always Landy. Like he wasn't there last game, and I was like, I wrote about it, and yeah. I was like, it's not great optics that you guys lost that game. And Landy and isn't around. The guys, the guys who talked, did yeah. not need to be the ones who were answering yeah. those questions. Yep. I said it was bad optics, but I don't usually like make that. I don't think that's a real storyline. I think that's a sports writer storyline. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Chances, Avs had a ton of chances and only capitalized on a couple. Vegas capitalized on theirs. Yeah, it's usually the other way around. Vegas usually struggles. Yep. yep. Tonight it was just, it felt very Dallasian from last it did. year. <laughs> it did. Where it was just like, you make a mistake against these guys and they bury you. You play such great hockey and then they make like a, and it's not that they made a little, they made little, they made big mistakes. Yep. Right. They made like the mistakes you can't make. The glaring if make, issues. If they yeah. make little mistakes, if Burakovsky gets it up, but it gets turned over at, at the neutral zone, that it, doesn't it's matter. It's a nothing play. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter, right? If uh, in overtime, if Graves gets that to the wall, through, on net, literally anywhere past that, or if he just, as soon as he lets go, a back off, yeah. He starts skating backwards. He does. He makes any kind of move to stop what happened from happening, and you know, it may be maybe totally a, a different conversation. And it's, and it's they not, made the big mistakes. There, there is no perfect science here either because the Avs made plenty of small mistakes in this game, oh, as yeah. did Vegas, and Vegas made some critical mistakes. But yeah. again, Vegas's goals were goals. I'd, yeah, Vegas's opportunities ended up in the back of the net. Yep, yep. Even early in the first, there, uh, Flurry stuck his pad out right there to stop Sod from scoring on it, the back door it, it, with his leg down, short and stick. He was ready to go. And there's yep. there's a very similar universe to this one where the Avs are up four nothing halfway through the second period. Yeah, oh, and it, absolutely. Yeah, by no by no stretch of luck, by simply executing marginally better. Yeah. Yep. So, either it, it was either, but that's how close it was because it was either marginally better in those situations or marginally better in the situations that caused their, the turnovers. their problems. Because, yeah, I mean, if if Comfer gets a clean hold of Landeskog's pass and just throws it into the pad in front of him, yep. they don't have that break. Yep, yep. don't have that odd man rush. Yeah, back. because yep. it does not spoiling the puck <laughs> the other direction for them properly. It just, it just little details in those. Those little details that they failed turned into big moments because they failed. Yeah. And Vegas just buried it. Negativity aside, I did like the line scrambling at the start. Worked well most of the night and got dudes who aren't usually there a chance to score. Yeah, look, anyone who's talking shit about Jared Bednar right now can shut the hell up because Jared Bednar yoloed the lines in a critical game five, and it worked. Yep. I mean, and I, you know, I said this on Twitter, too, is like, when a coach is at home is when you get to see that coach shine. Yeah. Because they're, then they're playing the matchups, right? Yeah. They're playing those changes. They get they get the last call on everything, so then you really get to see what's happening. Yeah. You know, people were shitting on him last game, saying he doesn't know what he's doing. It's like, he's got to send those guys out I there, mean, and then guys, they match. The vast majority of coaching criticisms you get, like 90% of them are going to be about the lineup. Yeah. And then we start getting into in the end game. It gets more and more vague the more you press. <laughs> it's right. like, all right, so you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Graves and Nemes postseason Corsi 4% here. Abs are objectively worse with them in the eyes. How do they justify not making changes? Look, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying, particularly on Nemeth, but Corsi 4% with defensemen that are specifically used in a defensive role in the defensive zone, you're going to get pretty muddled yeah. results Well, there. and okay, so that's, that's relative to the guy's that they're playing with. Yep. They should be negative compared to Devon Taves and Kale McCarr. Yep. Just and based on role. Yeah, yeah, just based on who they are. Like, they should be negative rel. 
That's uh, that's what I would not be looking at to try and decide if they've been any good or not. Not the correct step. Yeah, because to make if you get decision, like, yeah. I would be more curious to know just what their Corsi four percentage is, not relative to anybody, but just what is it? Yeah. Because you can look at it and say, okay, well, oh, it's worse than Kale McCars. Huge shock, fella. <laughs> you know, like it's okay, but if you just look at the actual Corsi four percentage, I'd be more curious. Like, are they at like forty five and everybody? Is it 55 and it's the difference between controlling play and not? Then you have a different kind of conversation. If it's 52 to 60, you're making like it's you're like, what are you talking about? You're still better than the other team yep. with this guy on the ice. So that their negative rel is not a huge shock to me, Do but we... sorry, sorry. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, I think there's a conversation here because. I think most people would agree, agree that Nathan McKinnon didn't really show up tonight. It wasn't very good. Yeah. But there were significant situations in which Kale McCarr was actively a detriment to this hockey team. Yeah, he he really struggled at times. Yeah. And I bet he has great underlying numbers. I'm sure he because does. Because all of the frustrations from him came with the puck yep. in the offensive <laughs> zone. Which means that you're not talking about <laughs> shot numbers going against him. But it's... It, it was a weird feel, right? Because Avs fans in general are not used to plays dying on Kale McCarr's stick. Yeah. Right? Really, he hasn't been who he needs to be since game one. Yep. Yeah, he's looked out of sorts for sure. You you started to see a little bit of glimpses, but then they just well, like this they turned is way into disasters. better than the two games in Vegas. That oh, he played. for sure. Yeah, like, I mean, this you was even way better the, than yeah. that. Yeah, but it's still not to the level that we expect from. At least far. it wasn't like pucks jumping over a stick and you know losing pucks left and right. It, this was he was making advances with the puck, trying to get through people, and he was doing it, you know, pretty well in the neutral zone. But then, like we were talking about, you get into the offensive zone and yeah. There's some bad things happening there. For yeah, him. some frustrations there. Yeah. And, I mean, talk about the first line and all, but Andre Burakovsky has zero postseason goals. Yep. Yeah. He has not been there for the Avs, for yeah. sure. Like, every game that goes by, just reducing the chances that he gets. How'd you guys feel about LOC? He was everything he should have yeah. been. Yeah. Played the exact game you'd expect out yeah. of the bottom. Yeah, I liked it. Easily boofed a couple of good scoring <laughs> chances because that's what he yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, but he also was out there. He was part of him, agitating a little bit yeah. into the Vegas. He does throwing the body <laughs> yeah. around, yeah. skating around like chirping, a crazy person. smiling. I love yeah. it. In yeah. a lot of ways, he's the guy Comfer has the reputation of being. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But he only helped, and I thought Comfer was good tonight. By the way, yeah, I, I thought like he was I, solid. Did everything but score, right? Yeah, yeah, I really. I mean, you really don't love watching that the replay the slow-mo as flurry just fills up the yeah. net and he shoots right into it and you're just like oh that second that second angle from, from behind, right behind you're like yeah i mean it's just like oh and you see a whole third oh. of it oh. and you're just like <laughs> all right and you know you know when you do that it's just I'm surprised his head didn't just cock yeah, back yeah, and look right. into the sky. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. He's just had such a tough year. Yeah, it's and a bummer. So. It would have been a bigger surprise had it been like, Comfort Heroics. Yeah. Oh, it would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so. Ten seconds into overtime. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird dichotomy, right? Because there are plenty of little details to clean up, but. It's the big details that have really. Yeah, I mean you. The your top errors, line, your yeah. top line shows up. They get a third. They get one goal out of their top line. They win this game. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I just, I, I, if they get one goal out of their top line in regulation, and they probably run away with this game. Yeah, I mean they probably they probably ease yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, like they. Sure. They, it, they probably it looks a little like last game. Yeah. Without sure. Yeah. Sure. The nonsense goaltender interference goal. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Um, anyway, if you are looking to make your big detail look good, nice. <laughs> head on over to manscaped.com. Get 20% off with code DNVR. No, just DNVR. That code is just DNVR. Get the lawnmower 4.0 and get it all trimmed up. Make it look good down there. Get the deodorant, get the toner. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Make it look like a big detail. Nobody wants a little detail chat. 
That's all I'm saying. You can also use it on your beard, your hair, all that business. Sad bonk hours, indeed. <laughs> uh, Manscaped.com. They're a great partner. Highly recommend. Their lawnmower is legitimately great. I know I, I sit up here and do meme reads all the time, but I legitimately use their trimmer on my beard all the time. It's awesome. Highly recommend. Uh, also brought to you by Hassle Cattle Company. Uh, I don't know anyone that uses meat to drown their sorrows, but... When the Avs come back and win game six, have yourself a good juicy steak from Hassle Cattle, whether it be their Wagyu, which is amazing. No? Just treat yourself to some therapy steak. There you go. A therapy <laughs> steak. There it is. There it is. Is this a segue into man therapy? <laughs> We're not, uh, not, not one of our sponsors, unfortunately, <laughs> but... You can get yourself a therapy steak. You can use code DNVR to get 10% at HassleCattleCompany.com. And if you order $200 or more product, you get free shipping. Also, you can get the Wagyu burger down here at the DNVR bar. So give it a try. It is absolutely delicious with the pickles on it, please. Um, and certainly not least, but coming in last year, Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has helped so many people. You can get 25% off when you use code DNVR25 at checkout on your first order and get 20% off for the rest of your life when you sign up for their subscription service. They're great stuff. We also have them at the bar, cold brew, if you want to try it here. Highly recommend. Um, yeah, it helps with migraines, aches and pains, joint pain, deep sadness in your chest after the abs lose it can help with that as well uh all right third period of the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings sportsbook uh look at the common denominator in all of their losses mac hasn't been good your best players are our team absolutely true yep um yeah the abs best player needs to be better i don't think there's any doubt about that conversation. If you go and watch some of those possessions, though, where McKinnon gets a puck, there is three guys instantly on him. Yeah. They are creating well, no no space for him whatsoever. But that means that he's got to get rid of that puck, right? He yeah. has to become the and, distributor and, of that puck to somebody that's open. Look, there are, at least in Game 5, for both McKinnon and Makar, there are in the vicinity of greatness, right? There are yeah. plays where you can say almost, yeah. Yeah. but McCall it isn't all the way there. The yep. Play. yep. But almost is only good in hand grenades and horseshoes, right? <laughs> so those are two H games, but it, not hockey. Word. Yeah. So find a way yep. to be more effective. And, and and look who scores the game-winning goal in this hockey game, Mark Stone. Right. Yep. Well, that's kind of it. I mean, I I said before the series that the X factors would be Jonathan Marcheseau and Andre Burakovsky. Yep. They have been. One of them showed up and the other didn't. True. We're sitting here at three-two. So, it's the second year in a row that we're facing this elimination, and not great, Bob. It's not. It's not we'll great. See. We'll see. It isn't. And that's that's just reality. The Avs have to go into Vegas and find a way to win a hockey yeah. game now. The last two years, the Avs forced game sevens. Three years ago, they folded at home. So. Man, so. We'll see uh, how it goes. They gotta win a, you got to win a road game now. Yep. yep. There is no. They win a road game, I have no doubt. If they, if they win game six, I think they run away with game seven. I personally, but um, you know, I, I, a big F. I think now. they force a game seven and this is just the vibe that I've had since the game four losses. Yeah. I think this series goes seven and this is as AJ has alluded to uh, this series is defining of the current generation of the Fs. Yeah. It do they slay the demon? Do they do the thing that this team has failed to do for two years straight and make it a third year running? Yep. Or do they continue to be that team that has gone from this is the team on the up to this is a team that cannot get out of the second round? 
sort of like a weird, like, oh, you're good enough to get to the last eight every year, but <laughs> you still suck. <laughs> you know, like, like 20 franchises that would die to have that yeah. moniker. To, 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 yeah. to be there, to have that opportunity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't know. Oh, the, media, and and the media will turn. It's, it's oh, weird yeah. when it, it will turn. It'll bad. get dirty. The especially negative people who are like three years in a row, they're just the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. And see, you're like, and, and you're like, you treat the third year the same as the first, <laughs> where the first year you were the eighth seed. Yep. And you were like, dude, we had a 90 point season. We weren't <laughs> expecting anything coming into the playoffs. <laughs> and you get to game seven of the second round, and it was like a big victory back then. Yep. But now. We're treating this year the exact same as that year and being like, three years in a row with this court, unbelievable. See that? The style it, of play just doesn't work. Right. Uh, like, yeah. Talent Landis, is just, that doesn't work is, in the playoffs. Landis Cook is clearly a bad captain. <laughs> it's a, You're right. A guy is a great captain up until the game six and seven of the postseason. <laughs> and then he just folds up shop. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're in, is, we're in for a really silly week. It's going to be a wild week either way, for sure. This is... Feel good, man. And this is... Look, it is my job to cover this team and talk about this team. At the end of the day, there's nothing I can say. There's nothing AJ can say. There's nothing Blaze can say. There's nothing anyone in this chat can say that is going to change the course of the Avalanche's season. Yeah. They have to go out there and play the hockey games. They're the ones who decide everything. So either the Avs show up and do what a significant amount of us think they're capable of, or they show up and get beat. Yep. That's on them. Yeah. Um... I think we have a handful of more super chats to get to before we get out of here tonight. Maybe not. <laughs> All right. Well, in any case, final thoughts here. At very least, game six on Thursday, potentially a game seven on Saturday. Yep. Yep. Enjoy the ride at this point or what? Uh, yeah. I mean, you should have been enjoying it True all enough. along. True like, enough. This is... Games like tonight, like you mentioned at the start great of the show, hockey like, game. It's just games a like great tonight are why we why we romanticize the Stanley Cup playoffs because yeah. they just produce phenomenal games. Uh, yeah, what will be will be, and we'll be here no matter what. They win, we have something to talk about. They lose, and it's group therapy time. You know. Yeah. We'll group. say we'll say bye bye to all the pretend fans who just wanted to be mad all year anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll see those we'll we'll see the snowbirds next fall. It'll be great, and then you know we'll hang out with the people that actually want to be want to be around. Yeah, and it's it will time. be it will be what it will be. You know, it's like baby, just let it be, dude. <laughs> it just I'm not getting too up about too up or down about any of this. There will be a decompression when your season, when the season ends. But when you're in the thick of it, that's what you live for. Yep. yep. All you you spend all year being like, God, I would kill to be on an off day between games five and six right now. <laughs> like just caring so much about what happens tomorrow, what's gonna be, you know? Because the rest of the rest of your time, it's just like I'm just waiting for that. And let's be real, no matter what happens, like if the abs if the abs are done on Thursday. We we are we immediately shift yeah. into we are going to talk about them only in the context of they have to prove it in the postseason, yep. no matter what happens in the offseason. The the buck the, the 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 onus will be bigger than ever on them yep. because now people will stop believing in this them. This is yep. if they drop this series, which they might. I don't think there's any beating around the bush that it's round three or better next year. I mean, it is this year. It, it right. There definitely yeah. won't be any before anybody asks. There won't. There, Jared Bednar's not on the hot seat. Not a chance in the world. No. They, I mean, if, if, they, if they, know, they fired him, if they fired him after the absolute, say they lose Thursday and they fire him Friday morning, he would have another job Friday night instantly. If you don't know Bednar's coaching career, go look it up because yeah. it is amazing. 
I the mean, dude has had success at every level. Yeah. And yeah. He's going to have it at this level, too. Will it look like this, or will it be bigger? Yep. Uh, he sure hopes Nathan McKinnon helps him find out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guarantee he's all over that. All right. A couple of super chats just to get here. Let's assume this is the last time we get to talk about a next game. If it is, love you guys and what you did for us during COVID. Here's a round on me. Thank you very much, Craig. Um, I can't wait for COVID hockey to be over. To not be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> $50 one from Casey. Much appreciated. Wow. Boys, I love your coverage. Love your attitudes. All love all you do and love all you do. Buy yourself a top shelf shot on me. I don't think That's I've ever awesome. had a Thank top you. shelf shot yeah. in my life. Yeah. Thursday might be a good time to start. Drinking the well water most of the time. Yeah. We'll see on Thursday. Look, chat, whether the Avs win on Thursday, whether they do the thing and come back, or whether the season ends, you know you can find us here. Uh, I'm going to be straight with you. If the season does end, we might take a day or two off. But we'll be back. We have off-season plans. It's yeah. going to be a crazy off-season. <laughs> League-wide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, on the whole, it's going to be wild. decisions to make. Yep. The, honestly, the abs off-season this year is going to be great because the conversation is going to be how do they get better. Yeah. And answering that question isn't that easy. Nope. So. Internally. Cap. Obviously. Kraken. Obviously, would much rather cover a continued playoff run, yeah. but there's exciting stuff either way. Yeah. Um, so thank you for watching, listening, however you consume the podcast. Thank you to all of you who tuned into the watch along. We'll do that again Thursday. Like I said, at very least, it'll be me on the show. Um, Y'all are awesome, and I hope the next time we are live post game, we're talking about y'all getting hyped for Game Seven. But we'll see when we get there so until next time we will see you guys tomorrow to talk about probably the norris conversation yeah finalists will be announced tomorrow yeah so uh we'll, we'll t- probably we'll talk about regular season kiel mccarver's postseason kiel indeed we do um yeah hope to see you all on the next one until then my hair is ridiculous <laughs> we'll see y'all later